if nothing is certain, then anything is possible. If anything is possible, this certainly is. If nothing is certain, then anything is possible. If anything is possible, this certainly is. My name is Mark Brown. Welcome to my paranormal reality. This episode, Penguin Kids, occurred August 1984. One night when I was a teenager, I had a dream that I have never forgotten. I was 15 at the time and was in my parents' living room. I had been watching TV and began to feel like taking a nap. It was dusk, but not yet dark. Truthfully, I don't know why I ended up napping other than because I was a teenager, and napping is one of their specialties. It was a late summer evening, and the temperature outside was just about perfect. We had an old screen door that allowed a bit of breeze in, which was heavenly. As I started to doze off, my nap led to a bizarre dream. This was not bizarre in the sense of most bizarre dreams, in that overall one might think it seemed fairly plain and benign. I dreamt that I was doing exactly what I had been doing, which was sitting in my parents' living room. However, in my dream that night, I don't recall anything about whether the TV was on or off or whether it even existed. The reason was that... In my dream, I was paralyzed with fear. Instead of lying on the couch, which is where I thought that I went to lay down and nap, I found myself curled up in the chair just a few feet away. Unlike the couch, the chair does not face the TV. Instead, it faces the screen door. Unable to move, paralyzed from fear, I stared in horror at three faces looking back at me through the screen door. I was never brave as a boy, and three menacing-looking kids threatening me at my house would have been scary, but by no means would they have been petrifying. These faces chilled me to the core. The reason was that I could not register them as human, and really could not register them completely at all. The closest interpretation I could come up with at the time was Penguin Kids. I knew this wasn't right, and was not what I was seeing. But I also knew that I could not describe what I was seeing in any terms that made sense. To my knowledge, nothing happened to me that night. I never had any interactions with the kids other than to stare at them as they stared back at me, leering and jeering, but at the same time not talking or speaking. It was clear that they found me curious and possibly even amusing or funny, but there was also a menacing feel to them that was hard to ignore. I awoke, still on the chair, and still scared beyond belief. It took me a while to even bring myself to look at the screen door. When I did and saw it empty, I bolted out of the chair, slamming the front door shut and locked the deadbolt. 
While a heavy oak door was now between me and my fears, I still could not bring myself to look at the window within the door, nor the picture window to the left of it for the remainder of the evening. I know that this was a dream, and I never posited that it was anything other than a dream. But then, one evening, my wife and I were watching the film The Fourth Kind. It's a sci-fi thriller about people that are abducted by aliens. In this movie, numerous people describe in documentary fashion about these weird dreams that they had that they've never forgotten, where they were being observed through a window in their house. The observers in these cases were described as looking like owls, but not exactly like owls. They were actually hard to describe. I felt a chill of ice literally race down my spine. I had never forgotten that bizarre dream that I had as a teenager in my parents' living room. But the real question became now, why? Why do I still remember it? I'm well into my 40s, and I'm pretty sure that I have had some strange dreams in my lifetime. But I'm not positive. You see... I don't remember those. So why this one? Welcome to my paranormal reality. My name is Mark Brown, the author of the book. And tonight's story was Penguin Kids being episode 8. If you listened to the last episode, previous owner... You heard me talking about dreams and noting that, indeed, yes, dreams are weird, but at the same time, there are different classifications of dreams. There are lucid dreams. There are standard day-to-day -day dreams. There are what some people consider ghostly encounter dreams, which is certainly what the previous owner dream can be considered if you believe in that type of thing. This dream really didn't have one of those type of classifications. I don't believe that it was a ghostly encounter. But at the same time, I don't know what the fuck it was. There was something very, very weird about that entire situation. It was just weird in that I remember specifically laying down on the couch and to help you out a very simple square room couches on one wall TV is on the adjoining wall old-style TV because this was in the 80s so you know think of your big box consoles sitting on um, some type of end table or TV stand and when you would lay down on the couch, as my dad did, my uncles did, anyone in our family, when you're going to relax, you lay down with your feet closest to the TV, your head at the other side, and basically watch TV until you fell asleep. In this case, I wasn't even watching TV. I just turned it off and was just enjoying the summer evening. 
The interesting thing that's on the layout of the room here is that when you're laying on the sofa and your head is at the opposite end from the TV, it's right next to the door that I was describing. So basically on the one wall with the couch, there's the TV on the other wall and the door right next to the couch. Then straight across from the door was another chair, which you could either look outside or turn slightly and watch TV. And it was obviously unsettling to me that I was sure that I'd lay down to take a nap on the couch. And yet somehow woke up in a fetal position on the chair curled up and looking at the screen door. I've never been a sleepwalker. I don't know what would have caused me to get up and walk from the couch over to the chair and sit down. And I certainly have no idea what I saw through the screen door. And I will give you, I, I know I try to, uh, I try to cover both sides, the Mulder and the Scully, so to speak, the skeptic and the believer. I feel like Mulder, I want to believe, but being a Libra, half of me is also like Scully and I want to suspect and I want to be able to find out what's the trick behind it. On the uh, investigative side, I can say a couple of things. One, I was looking through an old screen door. So even if there were three kids sitting right on the other side of the screen door, their faces would have been a little distorted because of the screen. But I wouldn't think that it would be enough of a distortion to actually make me truly wonder what I was looking at. And I truly wondered. I was... I couldn't describe it. If you're a Douglas Adams fan, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, I think this would have been typically classified as a someone else's problem. Basically, one of those things where your mind tries to assess it, tries to deal with it, and says, fuck it, I'm out. Someone else deal with this. It's not my problem. And just blows it off. Completely either disregarding it, not seeing it, or seeing it as something else benign that you're able to dismiss easily. I will say clearly, obviously I was asleep or had been sleeping at some point in time during this. So... Could it have simply just been a really, really bad dream? Maybe I had some bad tacos or something. Probably not. I didn't eat tacos back then. But still, that's the question, right? So what if it was just a bad dream? Which is possible. And, you know, any of this is possible, but any of it also should be in question. And when you have a dream that sticks with you for years or decades, 
you really should question it. I've questioned it. I really don't know what I saw. I really don't know what happened that night. I know it was weird. And it was certainly something worth journaling and noting, you know, anyone else out there feel weird like this and have this type of thing? Because maybe I'm just the only one. Maybe it was just a fucked up dream. But maybe not. I have to say that when we saw the movie The Fourth Kind, that really messed with my head. Because I had not really thought about this dream at all. And all of a sudden, when the people were trying to describe to the outside observers what they had saw, that whole concept of they were like owls, but they weren't, and it's hard to describe. I can't describe how chilling that was and how much it immediately took me back to that one night of taking a nap and seeing these kids that seemed like penguin kids for some reason, but not really. They seemed like regular kids, but not really. And I really couldn't describe them. That was... That was a little fucked up. I want to share that... When I shared my book with friends and family... My stepsister had talked to me afterwards. She's rather conservative. Catholic. Hi, Christine. I love you. Her first reaction was not, well, that was a weird dream, Mark. Or, what do you think that was? Her first question to me was, do you think it was demons? I, I was stunned. I had not expected that as a response. Hadn't suspected that as... Even the thought that, was that what I was dealing with? But that was her first thought. And it made me curious, because when it comes to religion, I'm, I try not to have any hard beliefs on religion. I consider myself more spiritual than religious, I guess. But at the same time, I do believe that there are things that we typically cannot see, feel, touch, but can interact and experience. Whether those are ghosts, spirits, angels, demons, time travelers, magicians, I don't know what the hell they are, but I know there's something out there. And it certainly seemed to me that that's a case of interacting with one of those things. Is there only one of those types of things or are all those things out there? Who knows? It's a big universe. 
an infinite one, so they say. If it's fractal, indeed it's infinite. And that is what people suggest, that inside every galaxy is a black hole, and inside every black hole is an entire universe containing billions of galaxies, each having a black hole at their center, and that being completely fractal. If that's the case, then there's a whole lot of opportunity for a whole lot of weird shit to be out there. I know there are times that Stephen King in his books has described the same concept of something either other-dimensional or other weird encounter that basically ends up being a little too hard for the mind to completely wrap itself around and basically leaves the the person just kind of stumbling and fumbling for the words that they're trying to use to describe what they actually dealt and interacted with. And the reason is there are no words that in this dimension or living space that we have come to define yet or build or maybe we did long ago and we've lost them. Or maybe we know them and a lot of the times we just dismiss them. Angels, demons, please, right? But why not? We are a very, very, very young life form in this universe. Most of the galaxies out there are billions of years more evolved than ours. Our planet is extremely young in the universal view. But for the past eons, really, we've believed that we were the center of the universe. The sun spins around the earth. All the stars march across the sky, and that is their dance to entertain us. But obviously we've learned in recent years that, recent as far as the timeline of man, that that's just not even close to the case. We are on a little speck that is in the outward arm of a tiny galaxy on the outer edge of the universe. Maybe I'm not getting that completely right, but I'm uh, pretty close. Point being is that we are at least two billion years younger than some of the galaxies that are in closer the the touch point the singularity from which it all began. Two billion years is a long, long time, and certainly time for a lot of things to have come and gone, evolved, and possibly existed way longer than we would think. And knowing that that's possible, what could have evolved out of that? What could have been created out of all that time? Angels? Demons? 
magicians, time travelers, aliens, probably all the above. What did I interact with that night? I don't know. It was just a weird fucking dream that I still remember 30 years later now. And I still remember being curled up in the ball, barely able to bring my eyes up to look at what I would just seen in my dream. Which should have been something that a 17-year-old could have dealt with easily. Three kids who, by the size, couldn't have been more than eight. So why would that scare a 17-year-old? Certainly shouldn't have, but it did. It scared the piss out of me. So I'll let you decide. Was it just a weird dream? One that stuck for 30 years? Or was it some encounter of some sort that I have yet to grasp? Have you had anything like this? I'd love to hear it. Please. Contact us on Twitter at my underscore paranormal. Facebook, my paranormal reality. Obviously check out our website, myparanormalreality.com for this, the book, Merch just to show how much you love our podcast. And of course, please, share this podcast with others. Do you know anyone else that is interested or just curious or at least likes to question what is really happening around us versus the day-to-day -day bullshit that everybody just deals with, which is our standard life in general, taxes, work, sleep, TV. I think there's more to it. But you really have to look and question. And that's what I'm trying to do with this podcast. There's a lot more coming up that is... Gets a lot weirder. So buckle up. Hang tight. Enjoy the ride. And keep listening. I'll keep talking. Take care.